0: The line to mastery. In this episode of the podcast, I am joined by my brother, Max Ross. In his first appearance on the podcast, he's coming straight from the food market, man. And he is ready to go van deeper. He brings the podcast some sweet, straight, hot fire. And yeah, I loved, I love doing this podcast with Max. You can, you can tell that there's some good energy between the two of us. Max is a talented monkey with expertise in firebending, photography, highlining, rigging, storytelling, and so much more. In this episode, he opens up about his story through capturing urban, exploring to climbing, and eventually diving into slacklining. He shares a few of the opportunities that the sport has brought him from self-awareness, community, creativity, amongst a plethora of life philosophies. We talk about his vision for the sport, the impact he wants to have in it, how he desires to see more bridges created between the global community, as well as some of the inspirations of his within the sport of slacklining. It was a pleasure sitting down with you, Max, and I love you, brother. I know that a lot of those listening to this podcast right now are going to enjoy it as well, just as I enjoy dropping in with you. I would also like to bring awareness to a few things before we drop in to the podcast. My morning routine and recalibration course is going to come out on January 31st. And the way that we structured the course is that there's going to be 20 people within it because it's a week-long intensive with challenges around your morning. And it's gonna be dope. So spots are limited. Right now we have availability for a few more people to get in. If you're ready to reclaim your days in a powerful way with community, inspiration, Expansion and recalibration, then shoot me a DM on Instagram and we can talk some more from there. And then I would like to say a special thank you to Cheryl Dunlap for donating to my GoFundMe for Fit for Service. Cheryl has helped me revamp my GoFundMe, helped me create pitches to reach out to companies. Um, Cheryl is a fucking G. So shout out to Cheryl Dunlap for coming in clutch and helping me out. She's also a member of Fit for Service and it's cool to tap into the community and like really, really just show the fuck up and make this happen. I feel so supported in this journey and it already feels like one of the most pivotal years of my life. I know that as I continue to go through Fit for Service and work on this podcast, like the podcasts are only going to get so much fucking better. So much better. So if you are vibing off this podcast and you want to support me uh, in the show notes of the podcast, there's a link to the GoFundMe. Any any support, whether it's financial or even just appreciation and listening to the podcast is so greatly appreciated. So thank you all for witnessing me and my transformation and my expansion. I love you endlessly. Enjoy this episode with Max Ross. Let's do it, man. Right on. Thank you so much,
1: Max, for coming on the podcast. Yes. Good to have you. Welcome. Well, what's going on? It's good to be here. It's pretty cool. I've never done this before, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. Heck
0: yeah, man. There's something special about dropping into a conversation when you have a microphone mm-hmm. recording right in front of you.
1: Yeah, no, it's cool. It's, uh, it's kind of a Humbling, it's interesting. You kind of got to pay attention to what you're saying a little bit more, not kind of sound uh, unintelligent, I guess you could say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there is a certain degree of like wanting to articulate yourself mm-hmm. really well, and then there's also a certain degree of just like surrendering into whatever is supposed to come through and letting, like, yeah. uh, you know, your words and your mm-hmm. ideas and your thoughts just kind of flow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Be definitely. a channel,
1: right on. So, so man,
0: cool. yeah, let's just drop straight in. What is your story?
1: Um. So I'm from Dana Point, Southern California, born and raised. Um, and uh, grew up just kind of not really knowing what I was going to do with life. And got out of high school, went to college, wasn't really feeling it. Um, was really in love with photography and film, and so I kind of decided to jump ship and just start traveling. And at that time, I ran into a couple friends who were doing like urban exploring is what you would call it but essentially it's just breaking in illegally into rooftops throughout different cities and just getting billion dollar views for free um so i got really into that for a little bit and that brought me to like hong kong dubai um different parts of china as well as like parts of canada and just la san diego like new york city as well um but then you know after a few years of doing that but really seeing like some spectacular stuff i kind of realized that it wasn't really too worth the risk as far as, like, legality goes, getting caught in a foreign country and going to jail or, like, just getting caught in America and getting your equipment, all your camera equipment taken away. So, Had that ever happened before? To people I knew. Okay, cool. To people I knew. It didn't happen to me, but I had one incident where my friends got caught by security. I got away. They got arrested. They were in jail for the weekend in Hong Kong. I was... A basically waiting to bail them out from jail the next monday like it was pretty rough but you know that was kind of the epiphany of like this is serious stuff you know it's not not like it's not gentle fire we're playing with i guess you could say but it was worth it like i cherish a lot of those memories um but right around then when i stopped i had been into rock climbing bouldering and then um at the time i started working in a gym and i uh, actually pulled my flexor tendon And so I was trying to figure out what I could do actively to stay in shape and just while this heals. And my friend introduced me to a slack line and, you know, I sucked. I couldn't walk on it, take a step nor stand and really frustrated me to the extent where I ended up just borrowing one from that friend and went every day to a park, set it up until then I was walking on this like two inch wide piece of webbing and. From there it kind of just like slowly escalated, like different doors opening up left and right, of like introducing me to one inch slacklining, then eventually like months down the line to like highlining. And then now it's four-ish years later and highlining with this like hardcore community of monkeys, just caravanning around Moab, Utah and just living the dream, essentially. It's been quite quite amazing to say the least. Definitely been enjoying it a lot and the slack life has been treating me really well. I'm just so so glad I like came into this like surrounding of community and people and just epic times and memories. It's been awesome.
0: Yeah, it's so cool, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> I feel much the same way. I don't know where I would be without the slack life. Yeah,
1: for sure. I could see myself easily sitting in a sales job working 9 to 5 like from home, I guess since covid, but I I'm very happy my life didn't take that turn. <laughs> yeah. Now here we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, here we are. Mm. Fulfilling a deeper purpose through mm. this sport. Like, who knows where it's going to take us, but I have no doubt all this training that we're doing and putting ourselves in these spaces of discomfort mm-hmm. and learning how to thrive within them is not for nothing.
1: No, not at all. Definitely. It kind of just shows you different ways to grow into different aspects of your life, shows you how to work on different things, and kind of brings to light what you really want to be focusing on, you know, like for me, at least for the last three ish years, I've been super out of touch with photography, mostly like editing. Like I've been just taking photos, telling myself I'll go through all this stuff. And now I have like 12 terabytes of photos and videos to go through back at home. And it's kind of like, fuck, why haven't you started going through that? It's like, well, you know, I didn't think for a little bit that that's what I wanted to do. But then just this last couple of months, getting together with people in Colorado and Durango and then meeting this couple, Karen Kafir, who are just this power couple when it comes to filming um, completely re-inspired me. And now I'm like going through terabytes of footage and photos within days of what a workflow I didn't think was really achievable or possible. And now I'm just kind of going full throttle towards what I want to do. And it's definitely kind of finding a combo between slacklining, highlining, and, um, film and photography and hopefully i can get closer to that week by week see where it goes yeah
0: yeah man it's so crazy how uh productive we can be when we are in alignment and creative yeah. to
1: flow mm-hmm. or even just on the road constantly like i didn't think i'd be able to work this well but having a laptop and a hard drive and just some space here and there and somewhere to charge everything like you're able to do a bunch within like just seven days while you're traveling out of service and everything, especially with friends who have dope vans, who have (laughs) solar panel electricity and inverters that you're able to use. It definitely helps a lot, but it's a lot of stuff you can achieve. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) man.
0: So what does the slack life mean to you?
1: (sighs) What does the slack life mean to me? It means a lot. That's just kind of spoken in and of itself of what I've already said, but I mean... (laughs) Slack lining in general has taught me so much it just about mental strength, physical strength, and just awareness of where your thoughts are at like any given moment of time. Kind of when you get out to that high line and you sit at that anchor and you go to tie in your leash and your into your harness, and you're kind of thinking about everything going on in life everything from like COVID, everything from like that credit bill you got to pay this next week or. All the random kind of stresses that like infiltrate your your kind of inner being and like just yourself throughout your life. And when you're sitting there, you're just kind of slowly just like shedding it away, just like leaving each piece behind just because there's only one thing you're about to do. And that's just go and walk that line, bounce that line, surf that line, just the most simplest of tasks. But the most blissful feeling there can be because you literally just leave it all behind. And that's the only thing on your mind the whole time is just just to walk this line, this 300 meter line, or just to bounce this 70 meter line. Let's like land a couple like Yoda rolls or some different combos. And it's just like, it's so awe, like inspiring because it's literally just nothing else on your mind. You're so focused. It's just such a hyper focus of like calmness and everything. Um, so Slack Life definitely just kind of, has like showed me how to do that on a daily basis, not just on the line, but like throughout different like kind of stressful times in life, whether it's like family issues or like you're arguing with a friend, just be able to kind of like separate yourself from the conversation to like really think what you need to do at that moment and just be able to like kind of tone things down or be able to like de-escalate a situation or just be able to like kind of calm yourself down and kind of release that stress it's just uh it's amazing like what just this simple sport of like walking on a one inch wide piece of webbing can actually teach you like valuable life lessons it's pretty beautiful to say the least yeah yeah like it's such a simple thing Mm -hmm. um,
0: from the outside Mm -hmm. looking in and then when you actually apply yourself and you're like in this sport it's man it's crazy
1: Mm mm-hmm it's, it's it's outstanding, to say the least. It's just so simple, but so just, ah, like, breathtaking. Like, I don't even have words to say about it, because it's just so much, you know, so emotional about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that's something I'm learning how to do, is articulate this sport with a podcast. Yeah. And it's just, it's completely changed my world, man. Mm-hmm. Being able to, like, put myself into a space of fear and like learn how to dance within that space and actually create art within that space mm-hmm. and then from there turn around to others that don't have that sort of medium and like they feel lost and mm-hmm. and stuck and just like understanding that I've been in that place before too and now I've come to the realization that it really comes down to the tools that you have to help you transmute some of those difficulties and transform through uh, the obstacles that this human experience has to offer. It's not an easy thing that we have chosen to do as Mm -hmm. humans, uh, or as souls, to be humans. Mm -hmm. Um, Yet, there's so many beautiful things in the world that allow us to really, yeah, just transform. And thankfully, slacklining has
1: found us. Yeah seriously it's found all of us it's grabbed us on like different ways and different times of our lives whether we're 18 just looking for something fun to do or whether we're 40 looking for a great way to kind of like re-engage your body in like physical physical activity like it's insane how dynamic the sport is throughout different people it's beautiful
0: yeah i mean like that's the thing it it can offer so much to so many different people like i have a uh, client that I was coaching that mm-hmm. is like sixty-two years old.
1: Yeah, I saw that and, on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah.
0: She is a female that wants to be the first like sixty-year-old woman to send half point, <sighs> and that's her main focus. And so cool. It like for her, that's just redefining what what people can do in old age, and that applies to everyone. Like you don't have to go and send a highline, but even then, like you can still. Work on your body and, like, focus on your stabilizer muscles as mm-hmm. you get into your 60s and 70s. Like, it's just, it's so approachable. There's so much access yeah. here. And the body adapts into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what has been one of your biggest obstacles to overcome? In Slack
1: life or right. just in general? Whatever you feel called mm-hmm. Sure, Either or. Biggest obstacle... Honestly, it's probably my indecisiveness of just like, or just my full-on like kind of inability to like motivate myself like for certain things. Like that's what it was for me for film and photography for so long. I just didn't have the motivation, the drive. The it didn't feel like the passion was there anymore. Like it just kind of had just disappeared one day. Just like, and I think slacklining like for a long time like that was my motivation. That was my drive. That was my passion. That's like all I kind of thought about all I wanted to do when I got off work or before work or just on my days off and, um, figuring out how to take that same feeling and that fuel that slacklining gives me to like, kind of push it in other areas of my life, whether it's just like spending time with my family, spending time with my friends or actually like working on something that can be like very like, beneficial as far as like a career goes for me which is photography and film and I think it's definitely been able to I've been able to trick myself almost into like fueling that same passion but into those other areas and I think just recently within like the last month or so I've really felt that I'm able to kind of like actually do that and actually kind of take what I'm motivated to do in that moment but also kind of branch it off into other like smaller things throughout the day too rather than just solely focusing on one thing and kind of trying to like open up new avenues you know like learn more things about video editing learn more things about audio just learn something new kind of like every day and I think that's something that is really important because it's felt like the last three years of my life were kind of just a blank. Like, sure, I was slacklining all the time. Sure, I was, like, going out with my friends, having a good time. But what was I really, like, kind of doing besides that? Besides, sure, like, maybe I was pushing my f- body physically, pushing my mind mentally when it comes to walking bigger high lines. But, like, it doesn't really feel like I kind of was walking away with anything, like, lasting. And I think just within, like, these last few months has just been so just inspiring because it's finally starting to feel like, I am doing something that's like worthwhile. Like I'm finally like going out, like meeting these different slackliners and different creatives. And it feels like we're all kind of thriving towards the same thing. And even just this, just like you and I getting together, like it's awesome. Cause it's just such a great connection to have. And then also for future purposes as well. And um, it's, it's just, yeah. I mean, I think that's definitely the biggest thing I've been able to take away from it is being able to feel that passion And like really kind of just drive it into all the different avenues of like what I want to do with myself, my life and just down the road from here and take it one day at a time. And rather than just like be lazy for a day, be like active and lazy, be creative and lazy, kind of find ways to do everything and mesh it all together. I guess guess you could say. Yeah, totally. What a beautiful Mm -hmm. shift in perspective.
0: Right. Yeah. So what is your vision for um, the future of the sport and your impact within it?
1: Oh, man. I, I think I think slacklining is and this just the communities is the vision is kind of bridging all the different communities throughout the US throughout the world uh, from Europe to South America and I think that's where the biggest growth is gonna happen for this sport because it's growing so exponentially quickly it's absurd like only 20 years ago highlining was first becoming a thing and now people are walking two kilometer long lines Kieran is walking like 200 meters in like four minutes. Like it's, it's crazy. People are doing tricks that you never would think were possible on like a freestyle line. I mean, even just that, that Avenue of slack lining is only like four or five years old. It's crazy. It's still such a newborn baby. But I think that with all the different communities, if we're able to kind of like bring them more together, bring them to be able to do bigger projects, to, of see how we can like expand the avenues even more either bringing different types of competitions or maybe just expanding the horizons on what like a highline gathering can be would be something like great to kind of start pushing forward with but for me personally like i would like to start with maybe even like a tv series it's like something like a docu series to kind of really show like more people what slacklining really is about how it's not just about walking this line, how it's not just about like training your, your leg muscles just to be able to like balance. Like it's about so much more. It's about community. It's about love. It's about finding that inner like peace and focus that hyper focus. Um, And I think with something that could kind of bring together different Slackline communities, like a TV series, you know, like going throughout the different ones throughout all the U S and kind of just showing more people like, We're not just a bunch of, like, uh, weird—we are a bunch of weird monkeys. I'm going to take that back. (laughs) We're a bunch of freaks, let's be real, but— There's more to it. There's a lot more to it. It's not just on, like, the physical side where people just see us dressed in, like, these, like, crazy flamboyant outfits or, like, just neon pastels or just doing all these different things like juggling, playing with contact staff, and slacklining. Like, I think if they were to see, like, what we're really doing behind the scenes, they'd be pretty— inspired to like want to give that a try too because slacklining just shows you there's so much more to do than just sit on your ass all day and watch tv yeah for sure it's especially in this day and age where phones and technology are such like a prominent aspect in most kids life like i mean i wasn't sitting at home watching tv all the time i was riding my bicycle playing basketball as like a kid now that's all i see when like I go out and about, you don't really see active activity that much. And I think slack to slacklining is such like a new sport that it could grow with like newer generations and like really like plant seeds um, throughout the next like kind of decade or so. And it could really blow up to be something bigger than it already is. Whether that's being in like the Olympics within the next 20 years, or if that's just becoming such a worldwide known sport that almost everybody slacklines, but who knows? That's the beauty of, like, how much of a baby our sport is. It could grow into so many different ways. I mean, shit, it could go instinct, but I really doubt that with the amount of stoke there is, especially within, like, this generation of slackliners, like you and I, and, like, how everybody is kind of close in age. Like, we're starting to learn so much more from the old, older, like, kind of um, more experienced riggers and um, we're also starting to, like, see new people rise and like come up who are just pushing the limits to the sport so i think if anything it's just gonna keep keep growing and probably at a really fast rate like it already has yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it seems like it's only accelerating faster and faster like dude being around kieran like that kid is a monster it's insane i feel how much better my mind and my Mm -hmm. body is getting by just watching him Mm -hmm. and then slowly or just not even slowly but just like applying some of the stuff that he's doing and like then we just all get to push each other
1: yeah it's so cool yeah no being around him and watching him like speed walk long high lines or just throw combos that you're like what like that goes together it's just crazy and then he's just so humble about it too i think that's the best part is that nobody in our sport is so egotistical that they think they're, like, the shit. Okay, maybe there's a couple, but, like, besides that, like, everyone is so, like, open to sharing their knowledge that, like, they want you to grow with them. They want you to, like, catch up, you know? Sure, they might want to be the best, but they also don't want to have no competition. I think that's the best part, because Kieran is, like, pushing it hard, but so is Alonzo out in California, and then there's everybody from Europe who's just kind of, like, not in our spectrum of, like, What's going on because we're kind of more focused on what's happening in the states but we see what's going on out there and they're doing crazy things non-stop it's really awesome to see but it really shows how far america has to come to catch up you know like even with our 1k project coming up soon it's going to be the first one kilometer ever done in america they've done how many throughout europe and throughout south america it's crazy like what's going on over here need to catch up guys like let's go and that's what i'm saying about bringing these american communities together like to really push the limits because we have places we could be breaking the world record we could be rigging a mile long line we could be rigging a 3k long line like we really have endless possibilities available to us here it's just getting the access and getting the people together to do it and probably the money behind it too yeah (laughs) Yeah,
0: for sure, the resources and the stoke. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it would serve a lot of people in the U.S. communities to go over to Europe and, for sure. like, learn from them and just have, like, this knowledge exchange because, yeah. like, they're doing so many things and then also at the same time, like, we're doing so many things, mm-hmm. too. Um, and the thing about the sport is, like, it's not just a nationwide community. Like, we're yeah. a global community.
1: Yeah, That's the
0: best part. We have the slack line and the high line that bridges all of us together. Mm-hmm. So who has been your biggest inspiration within the sport?
1: Oh, snap. Damn. Ah, That's a hard one, man. There's so many badass people in the sport who are near us and around us and also just like in the community. Um, definitely my biggest inspiration was just probably been jim jim galley i mean he's basically my like slack brother you know like moved to la three ish years ago and we just started training all the time but this kid is just like basically like ahead of his like experience he like had only been slacklining for a year and then all of a sudden he just starts sending big lines and the guy's a nut like he's been someone who's been awesome to learn from learn how to do tricks with and just all around inspires me like in random aspects of the day um but besides him I mean I have so many more inspirational people that I'm surrounded by like like we already talked about Kieran he's a huge one like I met him a few years ago in LA and he just had walked up to the B training like oh what's this oh it's called slacklining I'm like oh that's cool can I try like yeah of course man get on and then he just kept coming to the beach. And then one day he just disappeared. And I guess he had gone to Colorado and was just training with all the locals around there. And he came back and he was crushing 300 meter, 500 meter long highlines. And now he's the record holder in California and Colorado. And it's been crazy to watch his progress. And just to think that like, I was already at, like at a certain point when he had just started. And now all of a sudden he's just like skyrocketed. But not even just him. Like, I mean, there's also people from Switzerland. Like, I mean, Samuel Valeri has probably been one of my biggest inspirations since I started, for sure. Like, watching him kind of doing all these different YouTube videos for the community to show different, like, ways to do freestyle tricks or just even just to, like, rig highlines. Like, and just all of the gear that he's been manufacturing for the sport because I'm sure he's not making, like, a crazy profit from it all. But he's still doing it because it's his passion too. And he wants slacklining to grow. And so I think, I think it's hard to like put like one person in my mind as like my biggest inspiration. Cause there's just so many, like, I could go on list like 10 more probably, but that would take up too much time, you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's another beautiful part about the sport. It's just like, everybody's inspiring in their own way because everybody has their each individual style, you know? It's it's hard to say, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally feel it. There's Mm -hmm. just so many people that I look up to with different styles and different offerings and Mm -hmm. it's like, oh,
1: wow. Yeah, like even what we were talking about earlier about Zach Timmons, like the guy who was ahead of his time in the freestyle, like he was doing crazy tricks that nobody thought was possible and now people are doing them consistently or he's done tricks probably that people haven't even seen, I bet. Cause he's just, he was always sashing, but like, yeah, there's so many other people like Anthony Boulay or Alonzo Rodriguez. They're just pushing things constantly. And it's just beautiful to see and also to aspire to do. It's awesome. It inspires you to push yourself. Exactly. Which is so
0: cool. Like Mm -hmm. we're just constantly empowering each other and Mm -hmm. it's like this beautiful cycle
1: for sure, man.
0: So if you could send a message, Almost like an Amber Alert style to Mm -hmm. all of the phones. Mm -hmm. Um, That's cool. (laughs) What would the message say?
1: Fucking put that phone down. (laughs) Get off your ass. Get out of that office desk and just get the fuck outside. Go to the park. Go to the beach. Go to the closest national forest near you. Go on a hike. Go do something. Just don't be idle, you know? I mean, shit, if you want to slackline, hit me up. Like, I'll take you slacklining. I'll teach you how to slackline, how to rig. Like, just stop being idle. Like, I think that would be, like, the best thing to, like, put a message out to everybody is just stop sitting on your ass, go outside, and just go do something and find something you love to do that's not sitting on your ass and being a couch potato. Like, I... I don't know what else I'd want to shout out to everybody. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck, besides that, yeah, I don't know. Fucking save the climate also, I guess. Too. <laughs> like, Dude, that's an important message please. as well. Yeah. yeah. And even if anything, getting people outside just to do some exercise would be a great way to start too. I mean, that would could significantly drop each person's carbon footprint if they're not driving around all the time, you know, just actually like going on hikes and stuff and not just like draining energy and water consistently like it's a great it would be a good start but there's many other things that need to be started for that aspect too but that's not my main message i guess because that's yeah that's a big message that should be known anyways (laughs) without an amber alert (laughs) yeah
0: absolutely good start though yeah for sure go out and get it yeah definitely yeah man well thank you so much for coming on the podcast yeah, thank max, you Cam. i love you so much and i love you too man it's been great uh, yeah dude just the beginning start to yeah, dude. continue growing and evolving with you and i know that we could like riff on this podcast for
1: oh for sure hours hours on it i could talk yeah. to you all day man It'd be yeah fun. man yeah. likewise uh, all right
0: dude thank you so much sounds much big, love Cam. brother love you too man thank you again everyone for tuning in to this episode with max i have a feeling if you're listening to this outro, you enjoyed it because it was such a fire, such a fire podcast. I love you, Max. Thank you for showing the fuck up this episode. I love you all for listening to this podcast. Uh, Once again, if you want to support my fit for service journey, um, GoFundMe is down in the show notes and also in the, uh, the Instagram bio. And if you are interested in learning more about my morning routine and recalibration course launching on the 31st, then shoot me a DM and we can hop on a call and drop in from there. Much love, everyone, and enjoy your sweet, juicy, divine lives. Peace.